And hello there, TFFP. Um, welcome to part two. And first of all, like I said in the show notes, and like I keep saying, thank you to Evan and the staff at uh, Flight Sim Expo, because you guys, you were the ones that made sure that we were the best there. All of us, everyone who gave the talks. So we felt comfortable and everything just went so butter smooth. So with that, let us finish and we will see you next time. Hi everyone, it's Evan, co-founder of Flight Simulation Association and one of the two people who helped put on the Flight Sim Expo show that happened in September. And I'm here today with Sarah. Hey Sarah, how are you? Hey, I'm great. So Sarah was one of our amazing speakers. And of course, if you're watching us here on YouTube, you've seen the presentation that was given at Flight Sim Expo a couple of months ago. In the live presentation in San Diego, <laughs> we concluded everything with a an actual live demo of how Sarah flies the 737 literally blind. And we wanted to recreate that. We obviously can't give you what happened live in San Diego. But we wanted to recreate that <laughs> right here for you on YouTube. So Sarah and I managed to do some technological wizardry, we hope. We're still not 100% sure this is all <laughs> yeah. going to work out, but we think so. And, and Sarah, you're just going to basically demonstrate how you can literally fly blind and then approach to Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, so, that's the goal anyway. Um, <laughs> hopefully yeah. not uh, Hopefully not crash into a fireball, you know, but we'll see. Exactly. Okay, Sarah, so we're paused, kind of getting set up for the top of descent here. Just before you unpause the simulator, could you maybe walk us through, there's two programs that we can see on the screen. On the left side, there's one that's called FSFO. It's a dark blue program on the left side. Can you tell us what that does? Okay, sure. So first officer, uh, flight simulator, first officer pro or FSFO, as I will call it from now on, because it's a mouthful. Uh, that helps me to do the checklists. Um, some people use it to control speed. I use it to control, uh, uh, some people use it to control altitude. I use it to control checklists, uh, to do flows, such as the uh, descent checklist, which we'll be doing in a minute. Um, and then uh, the landing checklist, which we'll be doing so yeah, uh, that that's what uh, First Officer Pro is. It basically helps you control the flow, uh, control flows. Basically, just uh, it basically helps you also get started when you're on the ground. It helps you start the plane. Helps me start the plane, obviously, because we can't do that uh, by ourselves for the moment. Yeah, and then on my right, and there goes there's... my weather. Yeah, ah. and on my right there, there is another program. And tell me what that does. So, um. So I'll probably just rephrase the question or re rephrase it because my uh, weather was going off and um, um, <clears throat> you wouldn't have heard it. So you're asking basically what uh, TFM is? Exactly. All right. So TFM, Talking Flight Monitor, as you remember, as you guys remember in the demo uh, that uh, was given, that lets me um, use uh, my instruments, that lets me control the plane, that lets me... Uh, basically check my altitude, which we'll be hearing, my ground speed, uh, my above ground altitude, my airspeed, it lets me see a heading, it lets me, uh, basically, it lets me do most everything that you can do with the PMG, PMDG aircraft. 
Right. So you're going to be using soon to be freeware, but right now we're using PMDG. And so you're going to be using these two programs, plus you also have Keybind set up directly in P3D. So you're going to be switching mm -hmm. between all three of these things over the course of this approach. Yep. Over Perfect. the course of the approach, and hopefully, hopefully, nothing, uh, nothing as I call borks. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, I'll be so. I'll be doing my best to be the eyes of everyone who's on YouTube watching this later on. So if there's thing that sure. I want to see that you know, obviously you can't, I'll let you know. But otherwise, <laughs> I you sure. know, I'm going to try and stay out of your way, and I'll maybe ask you a couple questions as you go. But I'd love to just see you fly this approach and arrival as you would fly it. So I'll I'll step out of your way, and we'll just watch and fly along with you. Hopefully we can do this. So um, yeah, hopefully, 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 uh, hopefully this doesn't bork. So I also have a Notepad window open, um, but that's only because I have to, I had to write down the ILS uh, frequency. Hopefully that didn't change. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to head over, head on over to the P, uh, prepared window. I'm going to recall it P3D now. We're going to unpause. And a few things of note. I'm going to say miles, a lot. I mean nautical miles. It's just easier for me to say. So we are descending at a nice, comfortable minus 44, uh, yeah, thousand uh, feet, uh, 4,400 feet a minute, not thousand. Whoa. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to my init ref page, and I'm going to enter everything into the speed tape here. We're going to go back to the legs page and run a checklist. Landing checklist. No. 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 Engine start switches. Continuous. Landing gear. Down. Sometimes Blast. that happens. Set. No, no, no. Speed brake armed? No. Descent checklist. Descent checklist. Pressurization. Thank you. Set. Recall. Check. Sometimes Auto that brakes. happens. Set. Landing data. Checked. Altimeters. <clears throat> Checked. Approach briefing. Completed. And there's one thing I forgot to do. Checklist we have time. Uh, let's actually import the flight plan. We don't need to, but let's import the flight plan. Into First Officer Pro. I wish these fields actually read better, but they don't. Star. Cargo flight because we don't want to hear these and I probably did get my descent winds already. I actually can't remember if I did, but the weather's clear. Anyway, so I'm clear enough. And what people are hearing as you're tapping through those different fields, that's your screen reader literally verbalizing all the different fields for people for, for you to be able to hear and then interact with. Trying to. Um, that's the thing. The developers need to make sure that all fields are labeled correctly, because if they are not, um, all I'm either going to hear is button, 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 or edit, 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 or checkbox checked or unchecked. Uh, so everything must be labeled appropriately um, for us to actually get that information, which isn't the case in First Officer Pro. 
And I know for us that sounds great, the speed of the reader, but we were talking earlier that that's number one, of course, something that you get used to, and also that's a setting that you've chosen intentionally so that yes. everything can happen at a particular cadence for you. Yes, yes. Because if I hear, for example, Glide Soap Alive, uh, Runway 26, um, we're going to be slowing down. We're going to be slowing way the heck down. Uh, maybe. Yeah, drag is required. Uh, hang on. Speed break armed. So we're going to turn on instrument reading because I need to hear what's being read. And it's not. Oh, that's why. So you can hear the click of the switch. So we have columns of text. Uh, we have eagle. We have. Sorry, on sorry. The top. Can we just pause again? Thank you. Uh, the TFM just moved itself right to a bad spot underneath the FSFO <laughs> again, and you're just about to start explaining beautifully how it all worked right in a place where no one could see it. Um, right. So you mind bringing that up, and we'll try and move it again. I have no idea why. That was weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, way back to the right, like a uh, long way. Keep going a little more. Uh, that's two to the left. Perfect. And try enter if you didn't already. That's probably why okay. I didn't. Okay, that's probably why I didn't work in the first place. Okay, perfect. So I would just say if you want to unpause and then just start that again, you were explaining how the screen reader worked. Okay. Or sorry, you were explaining how TFM worked. All right, so we are we have two columns of text. And let's actually take away the drag. Um, let's. Uh, whoops. Let's actually lower our altitude. We have two columns of text. 226 degrees, 11.8 nautical miles. And then below that, Eagle 6, or Eagle, rather, uh, flight level 18,000 or above. And that is going to be the same through all the legs page, including the hold ats. So this information is literally, I guess, this software allows you to program the FMS, and then this information is being fed back from the FMS. So as mm -hmm. the next waypoint comes up, for example, this is how you can effectively see and interact with the FMS. Yep, I can even go direct to waypoints, which we will not <laughs> be demonstrating at this point because I don't really want to mess up the approach. Um, <laughs> Um, but we will be going direct. Uh, let's say we had discontinuity. I can take that out by going direct to a waypoint and closing the discontinuity. As you showed me earlier. As I should have left. No, well, it's all right. Um, yeah, that as, was good. As you it's, saw. it's amazing. I watched you program the, the star, actually, and select the runway and select the transition, just like we would do in the FMS. And you would literally mm -hmm. pick the key that corresponded with it and then send that command to the FMS, and it would do it. It did it, and it did it fine. So, yeah. Do you have a screen reader that can actually read charts, or are you no. basically using this to read the chart? 
we don't have charts. We don't have access to any charts. Uh, in fact, no right. charts will read with the screen reader, which is unfortunate. Um, because I'd love to know, like, the transitions to the runways, to the ILS approaches. I mean, that's the thing we're missing. Yeah. So, we just got a CDU message. Um, so, drag required after some waypoint. Um, which... Speed we break armed? We... Let's uh, make some passengers sick. So yay! Transition altitude. And so when you're flying, uh, so like when you're on, when you get sort of hands-on, are you using a yoke, joystick, any other hardware controls? Yeah, um, I have a throttle to my left, which I have idled, and then I have a yoke to my right, uh, both made by Thrustmaster. I plan on actually getting the, um, let's take off the handbrake, or handbrakes, I'm not in a car, speed brakes. Um, <laughs> I plan on actually getting the Turtle Beach um, thing that was presented at FSF, uh, FS Expo. I have too many add-ons on the brain. FS Expo uh, this year. So that thing was cool. Yeah, that Velocity one played with the add-ons today, which I think oh, just came out from the Reuters recently. And it reminds me a lot of the very popular SciTech product. I think it was actually created, I think, by maybe some of the same team that made that. So it's oh, a very wow. cool, like, all-in-one unit, and you're not looking at having to buy a separate throttle quadrant. Yeah. Like, everything is kind of in one place for it. I think it'll really be popular, especially with the, not to say that it's only them, but I do think anyone who plays this on a console, I oh, think that'll yeah. be really interesting for them. Like, it's... I can, it's in I don't your know lap? Of, exactly, well, yeah. sort of in your lap, not really, but... Uh, it could be. It's yeah. a little big um, to be in your lap, but, I mean, the, just the concept is just awesome. All right, so let's, uh, let's refresh the uh, the screen here and see where we are here. We're heading toward Homer, um, and we're supposed to be at 17,000 feet or below, which will make it. Um, yes, if I were doing this on VATSIM right now, uh, it would be exceedingly stressful. <laughs> I do quite a big on. community. That well, I mean, you're one of them, obviously. But I'm I talk quite a bit to the Vision Airlines pilots on Vatsim in the Boston area. I'm a controller there, and yeah. it's absolutely incredible. Like, uh, and I see in the remarks often they'll say like blind pilot unable to taxi, but that's the only way that I would know that there's anything different because the way that you're, everyone is able to fly and to meet all the restrictions and to fly all the headings, it you would never know as a controller. Whoa, what's Whoa, what's two ten? Okay, fine. Let's slow down then. So we're slowing down to two ten. We have. Uh, we just checked our um, uh, ASL and AGL. And now, we, uh, we wait. Well, I didn't tune the ILS, so let's actually do that now. I'm going to actually verify the frequency in the init ref page, even though I don't even know why I copied that to the clipboard. It's a habit. <laughs> you know, old habits die hard, so we're going to... 
Phone space one 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 dot seven five. One 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 dot seven five. So we're gonna pull up the. Nav radio. Nav radio. One 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 dot seven five. Our entire vocabulary. Text two five eight. And course. Text nav one four seven zero. Well, okay, we are supposed to be at 250, but oh well, it's okay. It's the wrong Nobody's speed, counting. but really, no one's watching. And if anyone has anything to say about it, they can go through you. Exactly. So for me, I can, uh, you know, in terms of like the vertical profile, obviously I can see there's a little icon that's showing me how high and how low you are. How do you tell that from your perspective? How do you mean? How do you know? So earlier, for example, you were bringing out speed brakes and bringing them back in. How did you know when to do that? So I had a CDU message saying drag required. Um, so I brought okay. in the speed brakes. Uh, but I can actually hit a key on uh, TFM. Minus eleven ninety-one feet per minute. And know that I'm going at minus eleven ninety-one feet a minute. That's oh, awesome. Did send path on a cheat. Speed break on. Let's fix that. And we'll be fine. 11,772. 11, Let's just call it 12,000 feet. I'm not going to be exact here. <laughs> yeah, American 1040 descend to 11,772 feet. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> you said you controlled for Boston, right? I think I've had you before. Yes, yeah, I worked Boston Center on that, so not as often as I'd like, but often enough. I hate talking over my screen reader, even though what just went across my screen wasn't important. I mean, it was, but yeah. Um, I think I've had you before, and I plan on actually learning how to trying to learn how to uh, control. You guys, there's, I think, believe that Ross, who's the developer of a bunch of the controlling clients, he's working on accessibility features, I, th I think, for some of the controlling That's clients as well, right? That's what yeah. I heard. I'm not sure how yet, but, um, you know, we'll get it to work. <clears throat> I can certainly think of some positions like, you know, clearance delivery, for example. And ground. That would be a very that's easy it. one. That's the only thing we can do right now is clearance delivery and ground. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if we could do tower, but right now it's just not feasible. Not unless we ask every pilot, what's your position report, and keep them in right. our heads. There's just no... There, I bet you... You know, go ahead. So, well, I was just going to say, not that we simulated Passing their outfit, but anything that would be non-radar, like Oceanic, for example, especially yeah. a few years ago when they used to use only position reports, I mean, that would be perfect. It would have been, yeah. And we just passed 10,000 feet. Uh, First Officer Pro told me this. So NAV-1 has localizer, localizers are alive, runway heading 80, or 8, something like that. I didn't actually catch the last part of it, but it's alive. <laughs> and if I were on Vatsim right now, I'd be crapping boulders, but anyway. <laughs> um, you, yeah, I think I've had you. 
You sound familiar now that I think about it. Yeah, I have to keep an eye out for you in my airspace. It's always the same. It's always that American call sign used earlier. Ten. Um. Yeah. Be, Do you want to explain what happened? Because I mean, the earlier probably won't be. Yeah, but what? Yeah. Um, do you want to explain well, we kind of what happened earlier when we were kind of simulating yeah. stuff? <laughs> yeah, well, we've we've done this a couple of times now because <laughs> the way that you explore well, the way that you experience this is very different than the way I'm experiencing it, right? So it's just a, a totally different thing. It's a little bit of on my perspective, you know, just the fact that like I'm watching a screen that you can't see and you literally have no idea what's looking out, you know, what's outside your window. It's such an, an interesting way for me as a pilot to be looking at what you're doing and like mm. the concept of flying is just so cool to watch. So yeah, we had. Uh, earlier on uh, situation where I think Sarah thought the airplane was in a different place and I'm looking at it going no you're over here and she's like are you sure I'm over there so yeah. we decided we would uh, we would take take number two or three at this point of this particular approach but she was going to make it either way uh, the first time we did it it just took a couple of extra tries so we thought we'd maybe try and demonstrate one that hopefully goes a little bit more smoothly so far oh, it's hopefully <laughs> hopefully so we were at 634 feet AGL, 7807 feet ASL. Um, I either go by American 1040 FDX or X FDX um, 50, uh, 1572 right now. I've been Atlas a few times. No, I've been Giant a few times. <laughs> can you um, see the like the name of the controllers? No. Uh, well, I can if I looked, if I were on uh, VatView. Yeah. Uh, but I normally don't. I just don't. Yeah. Glide swoop alive. And I'm bad about looking at. I mean, I rarely have reason to look at the pilot call signs or. Not unless either, I'm being so. erratic or, you know, just whatever. Even, even then, really. But I'll have to. I will do my best to listen first of all because <laughs> I should recognize your voice by now. You would think. You think. Yeah. <laughs> I better start paying attention. <laughs> I better slow down to 170, even though this thing says 210. No way. I don't trust this plane. I mean, I trust it, but it's... Okay, we're now putting up flaps. Flaps 1. And as you could hear, flaps two. Um, FSFO is telling me flaps one, flaps two, flaps five, and flaps five. We are not ready to actually go to flaps ten yet. Uh, let me speed break on. I'm sure you probably know this as well, but I can tell you you're about maybe, uh, from what I could see, maybe five or six miles, maybe even less than that, from intercepting the localizer. No way. Like I said, sometimes these speeds just don't make any sense. I mean, maybe for a tiny, tiny Cessna or a tiny, tiny plane that can actually slow down, but yeah, not for this. Yeah, most jets are like that. They're very slippery. They don't like to descend and slow down at the same time, so speed management is the key. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, what I did probably would just, yeah, I think a pilot would just cringe. 
No, I mean, it did makes a lot of sense, especially lowering the gear. That's something people don't think about. How do I get slowed down, especially if you're above flat speed? As long as you're below the gear speed, that's the best speed break you've got, is dropping that landing gear. Checking stuff. We're looking good at minus 791 feet a minute. 1426 and 1426 feet AGL. 2574 uh, ASL. And we're at 142 knots. Indicated. So now we just let the plane fly itself. I'm going to be controlling the reverse thrust, by the way. So, I will actually narrate when I do that, but right now I'm going to shut up and hope that we land. Two thousand feet. I'm narrating the screen readers because you guys might not be able to understand it. <clears throat> Five hundred. 
400? Shut up, weather. Minimum. 200 minimums. One hundred. Here we go. Speed light off. Speed light off. Reverse thrust. One twenty-four knots. One seven knots. One hundred knots. Ninety knots. Eighty knots. Sixty knots. Reverse idle. Breaking. Well, now manual braking. Manual braking. Minus 344 feet a minute. Uh, that's beautiful. And now he's going to do the flaps. Well, almost. There we go. He sounds so dainty when he's touching that knob. Just... <laughs> and I'm hearing the uh, lights. Ap uh, APU oil pressure light off. And... If I wanted to, I could actually go through the uh, cleanup flow. So... Um, I can do that. I mean, we're not at a gate, but, you know, um, fictitious. You know. <laughs> um, because so, there's still, as far as I understand, there's no way for you to taxi. No, we can't. So we have to actually reposition to a gate. Which, right. Actually, why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? So I brought up the. Um, and we are going to go to. Let's see. Oh, gate 10? Gate 10. I can normally do that a lot faster, but since I'm narrating this, so we are now positioned at a gate by magic, and we are going to run through the cleanup flow. Parking brake on. Number one ignition off. Number two ignition off. I hope I can keep up. Left flight director off. Ah, CD master off. Hey, hey, stop. Um, now all the engine generators off. APU bleed is on. Uh, uh, something's on. Something else is on. Uh, there's a generator group that's off. A beacon off. A number two generator off. I'm trying to keep up and I'm failing. All the fuel pumps are going off. Uh, so now I'm going to actually go to the menu. Uh, the hydraulic pumps are going off. I'm going to go to the uh, five right and then go to services or connections as, as, it, as it is sometimes called in the PMDG 777. Retracted. Spoilers have now been retracted. Uh, and we are going to set the chocks. I did that in the sim. We are going to request ground power. I'm going to pull up the electrical panel, which this isn't complete. So, I'm showing you something that is kind of incomplete here. Uh, so, we have ground power available. I'm going to turn on ground power. We are going to turn off the APU. Uh, we are 
Sometimes my copilot just play little tricks on me. We are going to turn off the battery. And we are now set for another go. Well, sir, that was beautiful. Thank you. Sir, thanks for this. This was a lot of fun for me to take part in. I know I watched your talk live, but then to be able to see you demonstrating <laughs> the approach and the landing yeah. and just to be with you watching and experiencing how you are able to experience this has been really cool. So huge thank you both for putting on a great show hey, in San Diego and for this part of it. And I hope for people who are sighted and who are flying in the Sims regularly, you've gotten a whole new perspective on what flying can look like and if there's anyone out there who's thinking vision is an impairment to being able to fly in the simulator we've just proven that's completely it really wrong. isn't for sure well yeah. again thank you this has been a lot of fun and it's, for it anyone who wants to learn more please look at the links in the notes with this video yes. explore bvi pilots explore sarah's discord and, and keep learning and we all will thanks again sarah it's been a lot of fun i hope to be back next year uh, yes well, we'll... or whenever there's a yeah. We hope so too. Thanks again. Yay. You're welcome. Bye.